0: Welcome to Carry On. Hi guys. And welcome to sex, sex and the City Podcast. Samantha's like, he's got the most perfect
1: day. <laughs> How did this happen? How did they get the message that the ass is now on the oh, menu? Wow. I've been dating since I was 15. I'm exhausted. Where is he? I mean, uh, Thanks. Bye. Great sex. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I now this is a trick da, da. that's Jurassic Park because it's also Jurassic Park da, 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 da. What, about, um, <laughs> what about um what about squeedle deedle, dee, deedle, dee, deedle dee dee squeedle deedle dee squeedle deedle dee
1: is that Rugrats <laughs>
0: is that Rugrats it's
1: Alec
0: no Rugrats is doo 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 do, 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 do 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 There's some harmony, Yeah, we'll do that occasionally. He was doing Driving Miss Daisy. Okay, Driving Miss Daisy, Hans, very unexpected. Do you remember how great it was? Hello, everyone, and welcome to Carry On, the Sex in the City podcast. I'm Alec. I'm Kat. With us tonight. It's Jenny from Strange Los Angeles. Jenny, no. it's so great to have you.
1: I mean, thank you so much. Can we reveal your last name? Is it weird just to call you Jenny? Or are you like no, you Madonna? No, you can call me the Clark. It's Jenny Clark. Yeah. Jenny. Jenny Jenny is a, is a dear friend. And Jenny, uh, we, we've been looking for a reason to get her on this podcast because she's so funny and sweet and has so many great stories and is so well-spoken and just generally a beautiful human being. But I thought... Because the episode that we um, are covering today tonight is Ghost Town, which is season four, episode five. Um, I thought, well, this is a great excuse to get Jenny on because Jenny knows a lot about spooky stuff, um, just as a general like life thing, but also runs the Instagram account uh, at Strange Los Angeles. That's the one. If I got that right. Mm-hmm. Um, that, how would you describe? I don't want to do it an in injustice.
2: Strange LA is just um, an account of what makes LA as great as as it is, and no one really gives the credit to. Like everyone yes. likes to say that LA doesn't have the culture, and it doesn't, end, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's boring or it's vapid or it it doesn't have history, and it's just yes. so false. So yes. this to me is just um, it's kind of like peppering you with. Little things that you can go and do, but it's, like, not telling you too much. It's like, hey, go do this thing. Yes. Um,
1: Jenny. Yes.
0: I want to know about your relationship to sex in the city. Do you remember when you first watched it, how you discovered it? Are you soulmates with the show? Are you a friends with Ben's situation? Are you a one night stand? Give um, me your give me a just a just a hint of your Sex in the City history.
2: I knew about it as a like a concept for when did it start?
0: 1998.
2: Okay, so that means that we were in high,
1: high school. I was
0: 46. When right. Okay. Premier. Yeah. And so for me, carry <laughs> yeah. the one. Carry,
1: carry the one. Yeah. I was I was four. Teen. Oh, right. Eight, eight. Yeah. Eighth grade. That's how Something I remember like it. Yeah. With the eight. Okay. Exactly.
2: So I didn't watch it then. I feel like I didn't relate to it at all. And sure. I knew I didn't because it had the word sex in it. And yes. I didn't actually have sex until I was 24. You might have to edit that out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
1: I mean, we will if you really want us no, to. No, you know what? I put, it put it in there.
2: Put it in there. So but like at that point, so eighth grade. I didn't have my first kiss till I was 18. So yeah. I wasn't even like interested in the con like I was just whatever. It wasn't even When in your I orbit. was 14, yes.
0: all you do is look for things with the word sex in it. So <laughs> I think I was like,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm totally with you. I think I, I I was into things about sex. Like I've always been a sexual human, mm-hmm. but but it just wasn't something that I could like. I was watching Are You Afraid of the Dark when I was in eighth grade. Sure. sorry I'm late.
0: A computer virus ate up my book report twice. Oh,
2: Oh, Oh, sorry. sorry. Oh man, I'm sorry. In life, I've seen probably mm, before tonight, like seven or eight, maybe nine episodes. Yeah. Sort of by accident. I've never done a binge. Not because, and I'm watching
1: it now and I'm like, this would be great to binge watch. This is a gr- I'll tell you right now. I highly right recommend now, it. Yes. Yeah. And, but also, this is one of... This is probably my top five favorite episodes of the show, so there are some clunkers, just a fair warning, for yeah. sure, like any other show. Uh-huh. But this one is top notch. It's really fantastic.
0: Let's get into it. Let's yeah. talk a little bit about let's the episode. Catherine, give us those deets on... Tonight's episode.
1: We just watched season four, episode five of Sex and the City. An episode entitled "Ghost Town." It aired June twenty fourth, two thousand one. It was directed by Michael Allen Spiller, who's directed some other episodes of Sex and the City. Written by we've got we've got a multitude of uh, Alan Heinberg wrote it, but we've also got a couple of story editors.
0: This is this is a great episode for somebody who casually watches the show to watch because I think it's one where you can just sort of dive in into like you know, maison scene mm-hmm. in the middle of it. <laughs> Just go right into it in the middle mm-hmm. of the characters. It like, played pretty well with Jenny. Yeah, yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. Let's talk a little know. bit about Charlotte's storyline. So in, in this episode, Charlotte, uh, she is living with Trey, who mm-hmm. is her husband, but they had separated for uh, a period of time because the sex wasn't working. He couldn't get it up. Mm-hmm. Finally, he's able to get it up. We're back here with them. She's moved back into his place. But now we've got a little domestic issue, which is his house is decorated in the style of his mother, Bunny, and she wants to change that. But it's gonna start with their bed, That's which how it is kicks very off. firm, yeah. and they're looking for a new one. Now
2: that Trey had no problem getting hard in the bedroom, she saw no reason why their bed should be.
0: Let's talk about bed firmness. <laughs> hmm. but- Do you like a soft bed? Do you like a firm bed? Can I give
2: the listeners a tip?
0: Yeah, please do.
2: And also, you guys, you don't have to... You know how mattresses are like... Okay, so Casper now, but forget that. Mattresses are like super uber expensive. Yeah,
0: very expensive. Get
2: the shittiest mattress of all time. Okay. And get a nice, good memory foam mattress topper. Right. And your whole life... Is
0: completely saved. I've been too scared. I've been scared of what? memory foam. I don't know. It seems like well, then just get a
2: mattress topper. Then you don't get memory foam, but it, but you don't have to. Um, so I like a there's because there's a firmness to memory foam, right? But it but it like so. allows your body to do its body thing. Yes.
0: So it's like the mattress doesn't even matter.
2: Um, In the, a way, the mattress doesn't matter at all. It's just what's on top of it. But anyway, yeah. you save like a thousand bucks, so that's kind of nice. That's kind of that's. What it's I'm sort of you. like
0: you could have a terrible body, but you wear Spanx, <laughs> and nobody knows the better. <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally. And the memory
0: foam is the Spanx in this but analogy. But there are
2: like there, are, yeah. But you know, I I feel there are like um, there are like downsides to spanks because then like if you
0: go home with someone, like it's um,
1: yeah. How do you yeah. get that all gracefully? I
0: don't mm-hmm. even know what a spank looks like to be honest. I with have you, so. one. I would have no I, idea that well, it was something. you a were removing. A spank. <laughs> That's yeah. the
1: singular. Well, one person who has very very strong opinions about beds and how they should feel is Bunny McDougall.
0: My dear, I'm a firm believer in firm mattresses. Oh, look, the perfect dust ruffle. Five-pleat gusseted duster. With a foot drop. I have one
1: just like it. Um, Jenny, I'm interested in your impressions of Trey's mother with her and this is something I know Daniel, who is a regular guest on the show who you know, Jenny. I love that. Um it, it's like a thing that absolutely disgusts him is little old ladies with giant little girl bows in their hair, mm-hmm. which Bunny is totally rocking. What are your thoughts on Bunny? Is
2: that a thing? Like is that like a thing that is a You'll thing? You'll have
1: in- to ask Daniel. Wow. I mean he's, he's expressed really experienced a, a lot distaste of it. for
0: it on this yeah. show. I feel like I see it in a lot of horror movies like right before (laughs) that thing is about to kill you it's like I'm an old lady but I still like to say my ABCs and then she murders you with a meat cleaver can you imagine a little old lady with a
1: meat cleaver going Uh ABCD so anyway Bunny is
0: trying to help Charlotte and Mm -hmm. Trey pick out a mattress now this is awkward because Bunny is Charlotte's mother-in-law yeah why is this woman helping her son and his wife Shop for a bed. A bed is the most intimate of things, and one does not need having the mother as some surrogate in the bedroom. This is Charlotte's point of view, right? Well,
2: what, what I, what I, maybe I'm jumping. At, is it called Oedipus complex? is yes, that, it or is. is that, but is that Oedipus but, complex? And that's with the mom that's and the, the son. I, that's I think the anytime mom and the there's son. weird mother son stuff. I'm yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, it supplies. really came to life, and then like the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. But what's funny is that they kind of then skirted that dust. dust
0: oh, I see what they did well there. Well done. Good Thank you. job. <laughs> Good well job. done. <laughs> yes. No. You're right. The the relationship. So so. What it, what happens is Charlotte's. Um, She's at the bed store. I'm store. sure that like they're bed, are, back and are, beyond. They're That's at
1: what it um, like, yeah. Saks Fifth Avenue or somewhere. Yeah. They're it's
0: they're that, at uh, a it's not department bed, store. And it it hoity,
1: felt like that for, for me. That. but. Sure. Yeah, yeah they yeah, would yeah. never be it. They might have been filming in a Bed Bath and Beyond, but that's not where this was no, set. Bunny, sure. Bunny would Bunny never would step never. foot.
0: No, no, forget it. Uh-uh. So Charlotte's there. Bunny shows up, which Charlotte wasn't expecting.
1: I love the shot where they reveal Bunny. By the way. Because this episode, we have to remember, is called Ghost Town, so there are all these themes of, like, people haunting you, et cetera, and Charlotte's looking around for Trey, and you watch, there's a, the camera, like, see, follows Charlotte as she's looking, and then as Charlotte turns back around, Bunny is revealed, mm-hmm. and it's like a serial killer, mm-hmm. it's like a slasher movie, and yes. Charlotte jumps and screams, and I love it's that It's
0: fantastic. Choice. So... Yeah. Uh, you know, Bunny is Bunny is trying to give Charlotte advice on what kind of mattress they should have, and Charlotte has made it very clear to Trey that the, the mattress they have is too firm. She wants a softer one, but Bunny's point of view is: you must have a firm mattress. It's sublime. I'm you a can't... firm
1: believer in firm mattresses.
0: Is it? It's mm-hmm. almost like it's not an English accent. <laughs> it's like a. There's it's a like a, a transatlantic
1: or whatever. Well, it's it, like a 1922. Yeah, it, like, that's, I think that's the accent they call. They call it. Tra- it's like Catherine Hepburn thing where you, you're, not, you're not. You're not British, but you're. You're talking. It's not quite that extreme. It's but like yeah, they talked
2: on the radio. They like invented it. Yes, yes. Invented some kind they
1: did because it, it was enunciated. You enunciate, my dear. But and it was trying to
2: convey like. Wealth basically, right? Yeah,
0: well, I feel like every sentence should end with the word see. Like, here's the thing see, (laughs) (laughs) see? and this is what we're gonna do. See, you You cannot have a dust dust (laughs) Um, So, Charlotte's very uncomfortable by the fact that um, Bunny is laying in the bed with them as they're trying to pick out this mattress. Mm -hmm. So, we a couple scenes later, we find Charlotte and Trey at home. And Charlotte's come to the realization that everything in their apartment, in Trey's apartment, has been designed in interior decorated by Bunny. She's been Platt so focused that's yes. right.
1: She's been so focused on Trey's flaccid dong that she didn't bother to look around her and mm-hmm. see how terribly decorated this apartment was. And yes. now that the dong, uh, now that the sails are up, she's looking around at that sailboat on the wall? Yes. What the fuck was that about? Mm-hmm. The mallards everywhere. What What is the deal with plaid and ducks? Yes. Mm-hmm. So
0: Trey, Charlotte says... If we're really serious about making a fresh start with our marriage and making this our home... It should reflect our taste shouldn't it well, I, I have no taste clearly
1: well then my taste for, for us
0: yeah, darling mother spent an awful lot of
2: time and money on this place
1: I understand but I am your
0: wife so maybe I should just have a chat with her no let me talk to her it might go easier tomorrow when she comes over for brunch I will sit her down And say that this is simply not our slash your taste. Trey says, let me talk to her. It's going to go easier. I appreciate that, by the way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's awkward having to, if you're going to have to have a fight (laughs) with an in-law. Sure. Have the of the other person
2: yeah <laughs> did we believe him when he said that because did he
1: ever do it
0: well he got sick
1: this is what's interesting oh, right. to he me got, right. is sick. conveniently he got sick right, right you know right. like I don't know if one can really fake a cold however yeah. I'm sure he was none too upset yeah. to kind of be like oh no yeah like, yeah yeah mommy yeah. your baby boy has a sore throat <laughs> take
2: care of me your baby boy is sick I just need a little fix, Vaporolone
1: okay wall, what is please? this a horror horror movie so
0: i was (laughs) wearing a giant bow while i was saying
1: that
0: so bunny comes over because she was gonna have brunch with them yeah and uh and and bunny says well this certainly won't do you see i'm gonna come (laughs) and bring my overnight bag you see and i'm gonna take care of you and charlotte's like charlotte's like harumph because that's, like, Charlotte's sort of living in her rump. Like, she's sure. got her, like, hand on well, that's her... that's her M.O.,
2: really. Yeah, yeah. It, it
0: totally is. Yeah. So, Bunny's gonna come over. Not only has Bunny interior decorated their place, but now she's gonna take care of Trey when he's sick. Oedipus yeah. is like, dude, this is... You've got problems. Yeah. You're yeah. really into your mom. <laughs> because
1: what you're referring <laughs> to is... So, Bunny decides to come into therapy In the middle of the night, open up Trey's sad old man silk button-down pajamas. Mm. He's not an old man. Um, and rub Vic's vapor rub on his chest. He
2: and then Charlotte tries to fight her for the right to do it, so you've got four aggressive hands. And
0: he's not waking up. And he's just
2: sleeping through the whole thing.
0: Don't wake daddy. A game where you try to sneak into the kitchen without waking Daddy. Land on a noise, it could be back to bed for you. The no wake Daddy. From Parker Brothers. do no yes. wake Daddy. Yeah. The board game. Was it like, like Operation for this game? No idea. It
1: was kind of like a. So it, I mean, I never played it, but I remember the commercials. Um, where like you had to like go a certain number of steps, and there was like a thing on the on the game board with a man who would pop up mm-hmm. if you like. Anyway, By the way, really wrong to set up an expectation for children to be afraid of their fathers. Don't
0: wake Daddy. Why not? What's going to happen That's if I wake up. Daddy? Is he
1: going to beat me?
0: Anyway, this was a child's mm-hmm. board game.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Continuing with the episode. <laughs> so Charlotte is like, Bunny, don't wrap the fixed paper wrap on my husband. That's my duty. And then, you know, she says, <laughs> From now on, there could only be one lady of the house. I've been in this house far longer than you, my dear. And unlike you, I never left. Believe me, the decoys may come and go. But I'm going to be here forever. Listen, there is only going to be one lady in this house, Bunny. And that's me, Charlotte. And Bunny says, here's the deal, you see? You left him, you see? But I've always been here. I'm going to be here forever, you see? Yeah. And Charlotte's like, I'm maybe the lady of the house and a freak in the bed. And what I mean by that is, in the next scene... Oh, boy. Charlotte and Trey, who's now feeling better, the Vicks vapor rub worked, by the way. It's a couple days
1: later. And and Bunny's not still staying with them, but she shows up to... Bring she's them bring some, some, m- 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 some breakfast m- muffins. Muffins breakfast. We were all laughing quite a bit. Yes. So tell me what you mean by that. well because because Charlotte and Trey are like oh yeah morning sex yeah. Mm-hmm. and Bunny just busts into the room uh like a fucking asshole yeah I'm sorry stop bursting into rooms that aren't but, like yours. don't you
2: feel that she like knew it was gonna happen deep down in her heart I do, and soul and deep she kind of wanted it yeah. to happen because she's like, Beneath weirdly. She's an adult. I'm sorry,
1: yeah. but, like, when people talk about old people as though they're, like, fragile little children, sorry, they're adults.
2: No, like, I literally think she wanted to see her son have sex. Ew, I do, too. you're
0: probably right. I really do. That's Beneath, yeah. Like, she like just as imagines, an adult. Like, <laughs> like, like, Trey removing all of those bows, like, just yeah. unwrapping all of mm-hmm. the bows. Um Yes, <laughs> I totally agree with you. So... Bunny walks in on Trey and Charlotte doing it, doing the nasty. Mm-hmm. And and you know what? That solves Charlotte's little problem. It
1: exercises the ghost as it were, oh, yes. which is bringing us back to our theme. I this is why this is one of my favorite episodes. It's so tight, it's so great. The storylines are all really entertaining. And yeah, the whole the whole idea is um, and the way this storyline ties into the theme is that the idea is that Bunny's no longer show just showing up and meddling as much mm-hmm, as she was. Mm-hmm.
2: That was her way of like pissing like the dog like pissing on the thing and like marking right. her territory. She, she yeah. might have exactly. been peeing on
1: Trey. We don't know. Because what
2: they she get had into. sex with him before his mom could. Yes. You
0: have to get Which is such in a burn. First. It's such Blech. a burn. Yeah. Oh, it's a total burn. I'm I have like
2: a I have head. a Trey thing to say though, which is about this show. Completely. Yes, girl, so I feel like if this show were happening now, um, there would be this collective consciousness moment about a character like Trey, who's like, basically in my eyes, now, I do kind of remember him from other episodes, but like, he's like, entirely hateable. Like, yes. he's just the worst. And he, even his look, he, everything yes. about the his way he dresses, his cut. face, his like, yes. chin, his like, everything about him is just like, so hateable. Yes. And if we were watching a show now where this couple existed, we would be like sort of being like wink, wink, asked to hate him. Like, mm-hmm. come on, hate him with mm-hmm. us. Like, this mm-hmm. is. And what they allow to happen in this show, which is much more true to life, is like, hey, um, you've got Charlotte, and feel how you do about her. But doesn't matter. Like, she's a respectable. Bro- she's like pretty. She's whatever, and she's dating this dude who's kind of the worst but you're not asked to think he's the worst you kind Mm -hmm. of make your own opinion about them and all that matters is that she likes him or doesn't or wants to be with him even though his penis doesn't work and blah blah blah. and that's okay and that's we're invested
1: in her journey Yes. Right. 100%. Well, yeah, absolutely. And don't we
0: all have yeah. friends who yeah. get into relationships and make choices, and you might not necessarily agree with the people that you're seeing, but they're your friends, so you support them. And you say, well, you know, if, if this makes you happy, then I'm going to do whatever I can. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you want to, like, you know, trade off wiping Vic's vapor rub on their chest, like, hey, that's your thing. <laughs> Strange Los Angeles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> strange New York, Sex in the City. Um,
0: speaking of strange, let's talk about Miranda's storyline. Oh. Because it's really sort of the crux of this episode is we find Miranda um, first being terrified at the cost of a coffee and a cruller. New York City can be a terrifying place. Hi. Uh,
1: just coffee and a muffin, please? That'll be $7.50. This is 2001. This is 6 Years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have a controversial. Is that a $7.50 for coffee and a muffin now would be a lot. Would be a lot. No, no, you're right. I have
0: a controversial Give opinion about Give this. Give it. Which is uh, everyone's like, coffee's not expensive. Coffee should be a dollar.
1: Oh, I don't think but that. I'm
0: like, Why? I mean, you know, I I'm sort of like if it tastes very good Uh and the service is good and you like the establishment with which the coffee comes from, I'd be willing to pay a little bit more. So, okay, it's $7.50. Let's break that down. Let's do it. Let's say the coffee's three fifty. That seems like black black
1: coffee though.
0: Okay, so the coffee so the black coffee at Starbucks is two forty five. So and this is
1: sixteen years?
2: Okay, so I just on a date had a conversation about a coffee in our area that was this three fifty right now. And then yes. when he actually so he had it and he was like, That's good coffee. It actually tastes good. But when he went back the second time he said, Why is this coffee three fifty? And <gasps> they say we put six times the, the espresso in if <gasps> anyone else does. I, I don't remember what the place was called, but it's, like, right in our area. Yeah. And he, and he had two by accident, he was yeah. on his second oh, when no. he asked yeah. them that. Anyway, he went to bed at I, 4 a.m. Yeah,
0: I was just so going to say, did. I know that coffee place. It's called, <laughs> when you drink this coffee, you die. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the one. Oh, my yeah. God.
2: So, yeah. so, so I think what they were doing in this is, like, Probably what would have been more true to life is five, five, fifty, but they just took a two dollars extra to yeah. be like so funny about it.
0: You gotta have that comedy.
1: At any rate, I get. Look, we, the I. We all understand. It the would be, point be like $14 is, now, yeah, right? like in a movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Right? But yeah. you know what? Even for Miranda, that's not the scariest thing in this episode. No. There's two scarier things that no. happen. Sure. Right when she leaves the coffee establishment, she runs into an ex, which can be a terrifying thing, especially when you're not ready for it. Sure. Yeah. And she certainly isn't, because it's like 7 in the morning. And it's
1: not just an ex. This is her Mr. Big. This is
0: Steve. Miranda?
1: Ooh. You made me burn my tongue.
0: I gotta work on that, sorry. Jeez, you look great. How you doing?
2: Good, you know, boring. What's new with you?
0: I guess that means you didn't get the invitation yet.
2: No, um, invitation to what?
0: I'm finally doing it. I'm opening up my own bar.
2: Wow! Steve, you're kidding?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's scary, right? And it's happening soon. It's like next Saturday. I'd really love it if you'd come. Oh Marina, you remember Jessica?
1: Yes, sure. Of course, yes.
0: <laughs> so you come, right? Next Saturday?
1: Oh, we'd love
2: to see you there. God, he's so lovable. He's, he's so Boston cute. lovable.
0: Yes, he's, he's so strong. And he's so um optimistic yeah. and bubbly mm-hmm. and effervescent and ebullient. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he's got news for her. I think this scene plays out so well, and I'll tell you why. Because Steve is so happy to see her. And he says, "Did you get my invite?" Mm-hmm. And Miranda plays that as, "Oh shit!"
1: Uh-huh. He's getting married. That's right. He's
0: getting married, and you can see it. And you can. We see went the on color that journey drain. with her though, it's too. Like, and
1: yes, yeah. You feel it for her. Right.
0: But he says, "I'm opening a bar," and. You know, if you know anything about Steve, when when Miranda met him, he was a great guy, really really fun. All the things I Bartender previously said, but he one didn't, night
1: stand.
0: He didn't seem like he had a life plan, and so to see now that he's opening a bar, you sort of want to just give him like a little punch on the shoulder, like hey, good for you, buddy. And that's how Miranda feels until. Steve's girlfriend, Jessica. Jessica.
1: Of course, her name is
0: Jessica. We've all known a Jessica, haven't we?
1: She seems just fine. But, you know, we have to be defensive of Miranda. And uh, one of my favorite things about this scene um, is, you know, she comes out and she's, uh, she's like, Miranda's blindsided by Steve's Jessica. And Jessica's like, oh, you should come to the opening. We would love to have you there. And... The si- did you notice the sirens, the, the sound cue? The sirens go, whoop, 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 whoop. It's, mm-hmm. like it's like a cop car's going by on the street mm-hmm. or an ambulance. And they occasionally do that on this show. And I love it because it's this beautiful, like, kind of representation of what's going on in her head. Like, holy fucking shit. Um, and then the immediate cut is her on the phone with Carrie going, she weed me, Carrie. Yeah.
0: It's very Seinfeldian. She weed me. I got mm-hmm. weed. I
1: got weed. She weed
0: you. Uh-huh. You got weed? Oh, you can't get weed, Jerry. <laughs> um, so, um, but basically what, you know, Miranda's feeling a little bit like, and I, I, I do think that this is a very um, sort of ubiquitous thing in culture, which is the person I used to date has now started dating somebody else, and they're super successful and happy. Mm-hmm. Why weren't they that person when we were dating? What What did this new relationship bring out in my ex that I wasn't able to pull out of them for whatever but reason? Maybe you
2: made them better, and mm. that's
0: the question of this storyline, isn't it? Because Miranda, so Miranda sort of lets that go. She goes home, and then she hears a bump in the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, straight up ghost is in her apartment and she hears no, it.
1: No, it's above her. She hears the noise up in the apartment above Yeah, because it's
0: on her ceiling. It's white,
1: paper, snow, a ghost.
0: You know, Miranda thinks she has a ghost in her house. Um, and she invites Carrie over and they talk about their relationships and, and they both eventually Shout out to Fatty who's shout the best actor Fatty. in the world
1: who is, who is making little biscuits with his paws and also hears that noise mm-hmm. Yes mm-hmm. Yeah
0: and, uh, But what it eventually ends up happening is Miranda finds herself at the opening of the bar and Steve says exactly sort of what you expressed which is, you know, Miranda's feeling like he became great after me and he says Because I never would have done this if it wasn't for you
2: what are you talking about i didn't do
0: anything are you kidding me this whole thing was your idea you always told me i should start my own bar i never forgot that i just never thought that i could so thanks yeah i could cry and mm-hmm. um what a nice thing for him to say and Ugh. what and what i love about it is it's so platonic like there there isn't sort of a romance or a, a sexuality to it. It's just human. It. It's just These are two human. human
2: beings. And then when she says to him, which is kind of the way they framed it as like the ending of her story, she gave up the ghost in that moment. She yes. says to him, you done good. Oh. And there's this yeah. feeling of like, it's actually really beautiful. It's like, hey, like, yeah, okay, I helped you. And that's what you're saying. And I'm going to go ahead and take that. And yeah. but and also, but like, this is you. and And there's yes. just this, oh... Yeah. Yes. If only we could all have that kind of subtle, nuanced, beautiful moment with someone else that's not
1: hindered by all the feelings and all yes. the things. Right. Like they're both they're both just kind of reflecting on in some ways what they did together. Like they did they what they had... Their time together was not for naught. It was not wasted. It was not in vain. It they mm-hmm. know it didn't work out, but but they can both kind of look at each other and go, "We we we done good." Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh god, it was a I, good. It I was I a really good cry. moment.
0: Such yeah. a great moment. Yeah. Um, before we move on from Miranda's storyline, just a personal question for both of you, uh, Jenny. Do you believe in ghosts? Yes. Have you had an encounter?
2: I've had weird moments. I, I sorry, though, I
0: did that to you earlier. I'm sorry. Is that a weird moment today? you're talking about?
2: <laughs> <laughs> like it was raining. I live in Allentown, Pennsylvania. I my friend Rachel Levine was at my house. We were sitting in the um, little bay window area of my like ranch home that I lived in, and mm-hmm. and it was pouring like. Cats and dogs, and we were sitting there um, with my cat named Jaws. Hey, oh, precious da, da. baby. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we were, sit- we were sitting looking out the window, and there were two. Now I'm going to f- sound like a fucking crazy person. But there no, were two. Not to me. There were two people who looked straight up colonial, walking across the street like um, together. Very, very um, slowly. It was almost like they were in black and white. They were only wearing black and white, so they, like, looked black and white. It was extremely dreary outside, and, you know, there were no umbrellas involved whatsoever. It was crazy raining, and they were just walking slowly. It's just not the way that you would walk in the rain. Like, it was just, and I I remember even what position of the couch. I was, like, looked at Rachel, and I'm like, And we we did like this slow motion look at each other and then look back and then like look at each other and like seeing and I had I had the craziest like tears in my eyes and I was just like, What is really happening? And it's all I remember, I don't remember a conversation afterwards. I just remember this being like to remember Rachel Levine is a like I wouldn't have invented that. Not to play
0: Agent Scully to your Agent Mulder. Mm-hmm. But um, I do know from personal experience that um, Revolutionary War <laughs> reenactors are really weird and probably would <laughs> walk around really slowly in the rain. Alec, um, how would so you know could that? Be possible. I was a Revolutionary War reenactor when I was a child. 100%. <laughs> um,
1: Samantha, let's talk about lesbian, brand new lesbian lovers who... Look, here's the thing, Jenny. Samantha is, is, a, is a gal about town. She has lots of sex with lots of different men. And this is one of the few instances on Sex and the City where they decide for the sake of story that they want Samantha to be in love with somebody in a relationship with somebody. You can't see this, listeners, but I'm making air quotes. And I sound annoyed because I, I'm always a little annoyed when they try to make Samantha be in love. Um, but she's in a relationship with Maria. Is this, like, is this the first time in the series We've seen that her for she... a
0: couple episodes. We've seen Maria for a couple episodes at this point now. And she has been in a relationship with a man before. Yeah. It was this guy with a really small penis uh, whose name escapes me. But... Um, James. James. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, this is like... This is why... I, I was saying this in the previous episode that you have to buy two things in this... Scenario One is that she would sleep with a woman, which I do buy. Yeah. But two, that she would be in a relationship with said woman, which I don't buy for a couple reasons. I actually have a theory. I need to let it be known that I don't like the actress who plays Maria. I think she's terrible. And I was, I, I paid special attention this time to the lines of dialogue that Maria was saying. And I thought, maybe if it was a different actress that I might like this character, but I feel like every instinct that the actress who plays Maria has is wrong and makes her annoying and unlikable. And, um, so I I guess let's, before I sort of fully lose my mind, don't wake daddy, um... (laughs) Let's just explain where we are with this fucking storyline. So, um, Samantha's been dating Maria.
1: And we love that the ladies are super supportive. They're like, great, this is your relationship, we love you.
0: Ladies are super supportive, uh, but Samantha's all about... The the fireworks and the chemistry and the sexual passion and all Maria wants to do is lay in a bubble bath and talk.
1: Because everyone knows all lesbians just want to lay in bubble baths and talk and not have sex. Well, they were
2: like laying on thick the whole like, well, somehow there has to be some kind of heteronormative like paradigm here. Yes. Which, and I'm like not being, that feels very like... Yeah. of the moment and yeah. like I felt annoying like i was in a college uh, class for <laughs> yeah. a but, that was amazing. you know like but there there's like this a male and female role all of a sudden in this mm-hmm. lesbian relationship yes but then in other aspects i didn't think that it was ne- necessarily like a like an extremely um uh, what do you call it like everyone does it lesbian related yes i can't yes um and I also like the fact that she's older and they're not, like, afraid. How old are these women, by the way?
0: Charlotte and Carrie and Miranda are about the same age. They're about 35. Okay. And um, Smith's like, five years older than them. Okay, so, so like 40. she's like, got it, got it. Samantha, this whole point of view in this thing is the talking has re- replaced the fucking in this fucking relationship I can't just sit in a bathtub all the time and, like, listen to KD Lang. Women,
1: am I right, ladies? Yeah. That night, Samantha was determined to get Maria
0: out of the tub and out on the town. She's like, let's get out of the bathtub. What's the
1: fun in getting clean if you can't get a little dirty first? Which is kind of fun. I like that line. <laughs> so they go to,
0: like, nondescript club bar in Machido New York. Saved by
2: the bell set bar Absolutely. with fake That's trees right. Yes. It's the like the like neon ice on the walls. Yes. What is? I this thought place? I was
0: gonna see Max from the Max. Yes, Aww, the yeah. mojitos that you trick. that were
2: so awful looking that you Gross actually had to make. Mojitos.
0: Yeah, isn't it yeah. weird that like in like their freshman year the Max had the waiter and his name was Max, and then he disappeared and they never addressed like it? Like, what
1: happened to him? Did
0: he die? He, he died. He
1: disappeared himself in a magical trick and then yeah. never returned. He,
0: like, entered the void. Uh, so they go to this club bar, nondescript New York Max Club Bar, and um, the bartender knows Samantha. And when I say he knows Samantha, I mean he... Knows her biblically. <laughs> like he he got all up in that stuff. He's gonna l- 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 lick you from your head to your toes. That was a good. That was right? be good. Yeah. He's gonna move from the bed down to the down to the to the floor. Um. So he basically they had sex. Um. So uh, he's Marie, flirting with Samantha, yes. giving her
2: free drinks, and he's like twenty six. He's like, like, 26. He's like yeah. 20, 26 on a like. Yeah. An
0: old guy. Yes, this yes. guy.
1: Samantha does not discriminate, and he's like, I get off at four. Yeah, and she's no. like pointing at him wordlessly, like, oh. Yeah.
0: And Maria's like, bumpy. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> then they're you know they're trying to they're trying to drink their mojitos in peace, uh, their leaf water, and then Ugh. who comes over? But nineties haircut.
1: Sullivan. Oh.
0: Boy, what a nineties! You know the first and it. the last yeah. name. Yeah, and Sean Sullivan, oh my God, he's looking to lick you from your head Mm -hmm. to your toes. He's all about it too, and Maria sees that Samantha's been around the block Mm -hmm. a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, Maria's like trying to be cool about it, but not really. I mean, come on. She's really like, how many guys have you been with?
1: Yeah, more than 12.
0: Yeah, and Samantha's like, you mean in a week?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Samantha gets around, round, Samantha, get around. I get around. Yeah, yeah,
0: Samantha, the the ledger list is long. Let's just put it that way. The and woods are
1: lovely, dark and deep. Yeah, Samantha has been around. There's no counting her partners.
0: Yes, and uh, what makes matters worse is Samantha and Maria. They're laying in bed, and there's a there's a knock at the door. And it's Sean Sullivan back with that 90s haircut and that leather jacket. And he's looking to Bone Zone. He's, he's ready to, to go fuck. to town. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Samantha's like, I oh, got a girlfriend now. I kind of almost feel like Samantha's like, I wish I could.
1: Yeah. Don't. Um, yes, I feel like I feel that way as well. just because she's kind of mourning the loss of her old life where she didn't have to just sit in bubble baths and talk to naked women yes. all the time. And I, uh, but one line that I love is, Sean saying, oh, good for you. And she's like, this is my girlfriend or whatever. Maria says that I'm her girlfriend. And he goes,
0: hey, maybe I could come in and you two could make me a sandwich or something.
1: So funny. So it's good. so it's douchey and funny and, like, clever. And it's just a greatly a well-written line. Yeah, um, agreed.
0: So uh, I just want to say, if you haven't watched this episode yet or you're going to watch it again soon... Here's my theory, okay? Here's my, like, inside theory. Watch this episode again, and every time you see Kim Cattrall reacting to Maria, I actually think it's not Samantha, but it's Kim Cattrall being like, why are you making this acting choice? <laughs> this is a terrible acting choice. Because every time Maria does something, Samantha reacts like, what the fuck? Like, what are you doing? Oh my God. You know this is on camera, right? Like, you uh, know people see what I think they wanted this episode- her to
1: do that. Four hundred times, and I cannot. We just watched it. I cannot wait to watch it again. I'm telling with you that that's exactly that yeah. is
0: not Samantha. That's Kim Cattrall being like, <laughs> "Why are you making this acting choice? It's so unlikable and awful and unrealistic."
1: Uh-huh. Anyway, so so, Mar- so after Sean, they get Sean out of there, and this inspires a, a big fight. Uh, Maria and Samantha. Maria says to Samantha you have men showing up to your house at the middle of the night? <sighs> and she's like, clearly this guy's here just for sex. And Samantha's like, I don't know if you noticed, but I used to fuck dudes. And yeah. Maria's like,
0: ba And she yeah. starts
1: Because Samantha says, I want passion! I
0: want fireworks! I want... You know, passion Passion. and sex, and and uh, and Maria says, "You want the fireworks? I give you the fireworks." (laughs) And she starts smashing
1: plates. And I love that she says that she Samantha's like, "Those are my plates," and she goes, "You're not even a (laughs) cop." She also she. Look, Alec, if you can appreciate nothing else about Son- Sonia Brago or whatever her name is, um, please appreciate her this scene because she's, she's so good funny. In this and scene. I love, she yes, is she's good like, in "You scene. want a little fireworks,
0: puppy?" Yeah, yeah. I will, I will, she does it
2: twice. I yes. will
0: say she's good in this scene. Yeah. And if you notice, Kim Cattrall's like, "Oh, I like the acting decisions you're making." So right. Kim Cattrall and I agree. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> let's talk now. Let's get serious. Let's get I sexy. Be
1: love for real. Isn't that how the song goes? It through? does. Something like that.
0: Let's talk about Carrie's storyline. So Carrie, our dear, dear Carrie Bradshaw...
1: Flawed and beautiful. Mm-hmm. We love she her. She looks like a dream. Gorgeous. Yeah, she's hot. gorgeous. I'll never understand people who rag on her appearance. I fucking worship. She like her.
2: owns everything and she just looks different all the time, but like not in this like annoying
0: way. Like No, yeah.
1: absolutely. She she has fun with fashion. Yeah. That's hair, that's makeup, that's clothes.
0: Carrie gets an invite to scout the new bar of Steve's, who is a silent partner. And that partner is her ex, Aiden Shaw, the one who got away. The the one who maybe didn't get away, we don't know yet. She
1: told, you know, when when Miranda was nervous about going to this opening, because she was like, oh, Steve, Jessica, the Jessica of it all, Carrie was like, you should go. You're Steve's friend, right? You guys are friends, right? You should go. And Miranda was like... Okay, does that mean you have to come with me? And Carrie's like, of course. And then when Carrie gets her invite that says, has Aiden's name on it, she's like, uh, yeah, fuck you,
0: I'm not going. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to sort of, like, you know, tie in the whole ghost element, the motif of this yes, episode... Yes, let's tie it
1: in. ...is
0: that she says New York is a haunted place. It's haunted by old friends and old lovers. And, um... <laughs> I think that's true. I
2: well, think- I think it's true of small towns and big cities, like yeah. places that are haunted oh, in that that's way. The sort of like middle of the road places, yeah, you can get around seeing your ex. But if you're living a life like Carrie Bradshaw is you're sort of dealing with the Mr. Biggs of the world and people who are like visible. Yeah. Right. In this and you're way. going to
1: every bar opening and yeah. every new place.
2: Yeah. And and sort of there's like a like a little bit of like a cobweb of friends that happens. Yes. And and I don't think that happens everywhere. I think it either happens in like tiny little like places that no one leaves and everyone's mm-hmm. friends since high school or places where people's like ties well either people are visible like in media or people's ties are are you know career related and you know the really successful ones is just a small club and yep. that's kind of where she's coming
0: from yeah and um that's yeah. so
1: interesting i hadn't thought about it that way i think you're
0: right so Carrie, she she sees that Aiden is the silent partner at this bar. She decides she's not going to go. But what she is going to do is bring a little gift to Aiden to say, like, congratulations. And also,
1: thank you for being the bigger person and mm-hmm. feeling like, even though I fucking cheated on you like, a, like an awful person, that you could be the bigger person to reach out and say, like, and extend the olive branch. Because Carrie, if we know anything about Carrie, she creates... You know elaborate dramas in her heads and in, in her head, and she's thinking, you know, wow, what a she's been mulling this over and thinking, wow, this is amazing that he has the like maturity and like generosity of character to be like Carrie, come to my bar. Like she's thought about this for hours, mm-hmm. days, but she shows up with she her shows up gift
0: with her gift,
1: her mulberry bush because mm-hmm. the bar is on Mulberry Street, and I
0: love this twist. She says I don't think I'm not gonna be able to come to the opening, so just wanted to thank Aiden, you know, for inviting me, so it's the mulberry bush. You know, cause the bar's on Mulberry Street. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, wow. Gary, so... that's really, really sweet. Um only um Aiden didn't exactly invite you. I, I did. Oh, you did? Well yeah, because I thought you you know, Miranda might feel more comfortable if she knew that you were going to be here, so. Oh, so then, Aiden didn't invite me? Well, no, not exactly, but. Hey, Steve! Oh, hey, gotta, I, gotta, gotta go. Carrie! He's like, oh, Carrie, uh, yeah, I, uh, I don't know how to tell you this, but, uh, you know, uh, I, 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 I invited you. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Carrie's like, oh, you invited me? And he's like, yeah, you know, I didn't want Miranda to feel awkward and I thought having you here would be better. And she
1: says, so, 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 (laughs) Aiden didn't invite me. Yeah, Like her whole fantasy erodes Uh in one moment and it is a beautiful moment. She, Sarah Jessica Parker is such a great actress and you watch her in that and it's just like, We've all been there where we're like, oh, 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 I get it. Uh-huh. So this is not what I thought it was.
2: And I'll, I cannot be my best self right now. No. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah.
0: Exactly. And yeah. then it, just in that moment, in the background, we hear Aiden say, like, Hey, Steve, I'm back from the handsome man closet. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and Carrie's like, Oh my God, I have to fucking go right, right now. And Take Steve my says mulberry bushes. She yeah.
1: shoves the plant into Steve's arms and he goes, Hey, Carrie!
0: Hey,
1: Gary. <laughs> and I And I can't tell you how often I've said that out loud to Alec. Yes. Or he said it to me. Just, hey, Carrie! Yeah. Because his accent is so thick and it's it so is. charming. So Carrie's
0: like soups, embarrassed and ashamed. And oh my God, why did I even think that it, Aiden would invite me here? And um, Carrie goes over to Miranda's for a little sleepover because Miranda's worried about the ghost. And they um, they share like a bag of Oreos together, dipping it in that milk they as mm-hmm. you do.
1: Fucking murder an entire container yeah. of yeah. Oreos. God and bless them. Goals. goals. To go back
0: to the ghost theme, Carrie says the way I treated Aiden, cheating on him, I'm worried that will haunt me forever. And uh, I think that's a universally relatable thing. Not necessarily the treating at the cheating aspect of it but the idea that some things you do to people, no matter how much time passes, you are going to regret it or think about it or wish that you had done it differently. And um, and I, I, I totally feel for Carrie in that moment. And I, I think it's like sort of a, a a human emotion that we've all experienced. So, you know, yeah. eventually... Carrie is um, one over and she's gonna go to the bar
1: Yeah uh, Miranda and Samantha convince her
2: Well she says wait she says there's a, I'm afraid this is gonna haunt me for the rest of my life and there's nothing I can do about it and Miranda says you can come to the bar yeah. Yeah. and maybe that was like her redemption moment of like it didn't take much convincing she maybe thought like oh okay. I can either just rewind
0: or yeah just
2: show yeah. up just and, and maybe make some kind of change yeah yeah, yeah.
0: so the ladies show up. It's Scout, and I think Carrie has this idea in her mind of what it's going to be like to see Aiden again for the first time, and it's sort of going to be this big momentous occasion. And um, she catches Aiden like sort of in a sea of people. The 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 crowd parts. They and lock Aiden eyes appears. almost as though it mm-hmm.
1: were a television show or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because these are real people and we're not watching a TV show. Mm Exactly.
0: And uh, and then he sort of disappears. And Carrie turns to the other lady and she says, that's it?
2: Well, he does the... I actually thought what he did was really appropriate. He did the sort of nod, like... Yeah. It was this feeling of, like... Yeah, you're here. I acknowledge that yeah. there's a lot of feeling here, but we're actually not going to go into that right now. Yes. And it was a salute. Yeah, It's yes. just and it like, was good s-
1: to see you, lady. It's and like a tip of the hat. It was a be tip of the hat, hat.
2: and that. Yeah. And she was like, "That's all I get." And it was kind of like,
1: "Well, that was actually kind of
2: generous yeah. of him." Yeah, and that bitch, of-
1: calm down. And also,
2: it, it was kind of beautiful how he got obscured by two people kissing. Did you guys notice that? Yes. That was great. That was
0: really nice. Yeah, Very well staged. And so Carrie's like, well, you know, I guess that's my thing. So she grabs the piece of cake.
1: And so, oh, not, not, by the way, Samantha mentions, she's like, um, does he look better or have I just been a, with a woman for too long? Aiden has yeah. slimmed down a little. He His looks hair great. hair is cut. Yeah. He's yeah. dressed really nicely.
2: Yeah. We he, all had a moment of like, no girl, he looks yeah. better. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah like that's he's right. a 21st <laughs>
0: century man. So, uh, Carrie, you know, after her sort of disappointing eye contact with Aiden, she goes outside to have a smoke and a piece of cake and Aiden's out there and he's smoking a cigar mm-hmm. looking very handsome looking very adult.
1: I need to set, I need to give you a little background, Jenny, because um, if you don't remember, if you never saw any of these episodes, when Carrie and Aiden first went out on a date, she pulled out a cigarette at the end of their date and he was like, um, do you smoke? And she was like, um, I don't know, kind of. And he was like, I can't date a smoker. And it was such an issue while they were dating um, okay. That she
2: smoked. I do re- actually somewhat yeah. remember that. Yeah, yeah. So
1: to so for her to the it's almost like the ultimate way he could be different is that he is she comes upon him and he is smoking, smoking a cigar. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Jenny, is there any sexier scene <laughs> than the scene that happens between the Woo! two of them outside as she's eating the cake? Mm. I mean, come on.
2: It's mm. what it's it's good and yeah. it's interesting mm. and and it's both because the, I, I took a note of this scene because um, they have a conversation that doesn't connect what, like but it's beautiful in how it doesn't and yes. it's kind of like this very well they yes. don't have to have a conversation oh, it's like a
1: surface conversation that's about other things than what they're saying you're not seriously smoking it are you
2: <clears throat> Is that all you could carry, Carrie?
0: I can't eat the cake. <laughs> sure, you can. I you got your fingers all in it. Ah, it's my cake.
2: Now you want your cake?
0: I never not wanted it.
1: Okay, lady, you take the cake.
2: So she's like, you cut your hair. He's like, you frosting, you frosting on your lip, and then she does like the lip, like the she yeah. like licks it off, the like shiny, in this crazy. Slurpy Actually, it lick. looks great. Yeah, it, it, it She's
1: very good at that.
2: And then, and then, um, Steve comes out and he says something to him, like, "You need to come in. We're about to do a toast." And he, and she goes, "I thought you were a silent partner." And then he, and then he says nothing. And then he it's about to go in and he looks at her and just says, I'm glad you came. And that was their entire oh. conversation. Yes. Nothing connected. Nothing was actually, like, yeah. responding to anything. And it yep. was this, but we all were right there with him. We were like, yes. It was all, all the things about, that were unsaid yes. yes. were being said. Yeah. We could feel in the, them. In the eyeball. Yeah. Yes. Everything in
0: between the dialogue. Mm-hmm. And he, oh. he feeds her oh, her cake, cake because she drops her fork.
1: And they have a relationship analogy about the cake.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you remember? Yeah, she says, I,
1: I never not wanted it. Yeah. It's like, woo, which yeah. is true. I mean, she didn't want to break up. He was just like, I can't stay with you. You cheated on me. Wait,
2: did you guys notice that there's a really awkward moment where when he's feeding her the cake, they, they introduced a crunch?
0: Did they introduce a crunch? It was
2: like... <laughs> Is it it like, sounded like a 90s commercial of a kid eating a crunch bar. Oh, <laughs> oh
0: it was like a, a baking Yet cake.
1: another reason to go back and rewatch this episode.
0: Yeah. Oh my God, layers of It was of like a layers. reason to like play a drinking game. My goodness. It was goodness. so amazing.
2: But anyway, I didn't want you to take away from the fact that it was a very sexy scene. Yes. It was very well done. Yes. So Aiden,
0: Aiden disappears back into the bar. He says,
1: good to see you, Carrie. And
0: now... Carrie doesn't know how to feel about it. this episode this ends shit. with one yeah. of those
1: beautiful push-ins on Carrie's face where she's just... Sarah Jessica Parker's just looking, like, shook. Uh-huh. And she's just like...
0: I had confronted my ghost. I had accepted and released him. But now I was more haunted than ever. Because what I felt out there was no ghost.
2: It was real.
1: Misty-eyed, and there's this R&B, like, sexy song mm-hmm. playing, and mm-hmm. she's just... You know she is, like... Yes, because she's like, "Welp, here we are. I definitely feel something for this guy."
0: Jenny, I hope that you'll go home and start binging the next episodes now that you've watched this. What's the the probability?
2: Oh, it's it's. It's kind of like does it happen or doesn't it? It's not like do I like it enough to do it or? It, yeah. It's yeah. kind of like what happens on Sunday you, uh, kind of thing. Yeah.
0: You, you need my HBO Go
2: pass. <laughs> 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 oh okay, so it's HBO. Yeah, yeah. No, if it's HBO. Yeah. I feel
0: like I. Ha- it's not TV. It's, it's HBO. HBO.
1: I have to. I have to say this for our constant listeners. I feel like we've we've watched some great episodes up until now, but this episode is my is is probably the first of my top, like, five favorite episodes that we've covered on this podcast. And this is, like, we're into the 50s of the episodes we've covered. Mm-hmm. This episode, I love it. I revisit it all the time. And it feels like like this podcast is, like, real. Because we've covered Ghost Town. This is, like, one of the legendary episodes to me. Secondarily, just a question. What the fuck happened to Miranda's ghost? No one, it does not get resolved. Uh huh. No one solves this. Carrie comes over to comfort her, but, um, ostensibly the ghost still exists. I'm just, I'm just concerned. So, that wh- how we do never they handle that, that kind
2: of stuff in this show? Do they, do they use things like that as a tool to like, like make it like an arc happen? Yes. Or, and then they let it go? Yeah,
0: it's gone.
1: We never hear about the ghost again. And I'm disturbed
0: Hello by that fact. plot of Sex in the City 3. Fatty's Revenge
1: (laughs) Um, I want to see more of that cat I want to know more about Fatty He's such a great actor
0: Carrie seeing Aiden Boy that left her spooked Oh
2: hey About scared
0: her half to death You know Aiden used to be her Boo
2: Oh Oh, my god you wrote these down didn't you
0: I refuse to say. Alex. Um, Jenny, it was so wonderful having you on tonight. We really appreciate you coming over. Everybody should check out your Instagram, at strange Los Angeles. Um, it was so fun Thanks, having you. guys.
2: You're the best. You're the best. You're like my favorite fucking couple. Oh, come Same. On. Come on. Am I your favorite couple? We are. Yeah. You. Wow.
0: Yeah, Ginny guys. and Ginny's ghost. <laughs> it's right behind you right now. Oh Don't turn around.
2: See, he's massaging behind myself. you.
0: So until next time, carry, carry on. on.
1: Head to your toes and I wanna... Down to the, down to the, to the floor.